Cruise Radio is brought to you by InsureMyTrip.com. Travel insurance done right from the people who know travel insurance. Find out more at InsureMyTrip.com. Broadcasting from the InsureMyTrip.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. We always love to get your cruise reviews. If you have one you'd like to share, just email comments at cruiseradio.net. Today we're joined by the editor-in-chief of PopularCruising.com, Jason Leppard. He just returned from a seven-night Hawaii sailing aboard Norwegian Cruise Line's Pride of America, and he joins us now. Hello, Jason. How you doing, my friend? Doing fantastic. How are you? Good, man. So uh, the last couple times we've talked to you, it's been about um, Alaska, but we're going to exactly. move a little more west this time and head out to Hawaii and talk about your seven-night cruise on Norwegian Cruise Line's Pride of America. Did I get that correct? That's right. Yeah, we're going from uh, State 49 to 5.0. So there we go. So uh, before we board the actual ship itself, Jason, what were your pre-cruise thoughts for uh, Norwegian Cruise Lines in Hawaii? You know, we actually had the, the pleasure of uh, touring the Pride of America for the day a couple months before and really just uh, fell in love with the ship, thought it was an interesting design and wanted to check it out for a full sailing, and that we did. Now, Disney has a new resort over there, right? They do. They have the Alani at uh, the Oahu Honolulu Resort. Yep. Gosh, have you ever stayed there? I did, actually. I was lucky to check that out for two nights ahead of time, and it was awesome. So let's talk about the logistics getting over to Hawaii, Jason. When do you recommend getting there uh, before your cruise? Um, you can always get there early. I think it's always good to get there any any place you go to early, because you never know with flights these days. I mean, uh, obviously the trouble in Chicago now. So uh, just to have that option to be able to get there early and not have your bags be behind you is always a good thing if you're getting on a cruise. Where'd, uh, where did you embark from? We left from Honolulu. So for us, leaving from San Diego, we just flew right across uh, on a nonstop flight. So it was perfect. Is it a pretty uh, pretty popular gateway? It is, actually, yeah. So about five hours and we were there. Nice. Very good. So uh, let's talk. Uh, very good. So you did your pre-cruise stay in Hawaii and Honolulu, and you make your way to the cruise terminal to board Pride of America. So what was the embarkation like? It was really easy. It's like any other um, cruise, but uh, actually the thing that's nice about uh, going to Hawaii is you don't need a passport. So if you're a U.S. citizen, you're not going to be going to any foreign ports on this cruise. It's actually one of the few U.S. flagged vessels that doesn't have to go to a foreign port in order for a seven-week round trip uh, to be completed. So it was really convenient to just hop on uh, without needing that. Cool. Since it's a U.S. flagged ship, does it have casinos? It doesn't, actually. That's one of the things that's missing. Oh, wow. Okay. Very good. I understand this ship. Didn't this ship go through a dry dock like a year ago? Yeah, it did. So they added a few things. They added, uh, like, Cagney Steakhouse that's uh, known for being on the breakaway and the getaway and the newer ships. That's been added. Um, A few of the new staterooms, they've added some solo staterooms, uh, or the studio staterooms, they say, for solo passengers. And a couple more suites uh, up on the top deck, which are really nice with some fantastic balcony options. Yeah. How old is this ship? Um, It came out, I believe it's like nine years old. So you make your way on the ship, Jason. What were your embarkation thoughts this go around? Yeah, it's a pretty cool ship. I mean, you get on and it's uh, kind of more of a patriotic thing, actually. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to Epcot uh, Center there at in Disney World. It's kind of like the uh, American Pavilion in a way, kind of that um, sort of colonial style with uh, the pillars and that kind of thing. Really nice. Uh, good design. Uh, has all the features that you're used to on some of the newer ships now with all the specialty dining. Uh, great options for accommodations. And really the, the highlight of this trip, though, is the itinerary, which is fantastic as yeah. well. So you make your way through the atrium and into your stateroom. So first off, Jason, what kind of stateroom did you have and what were your impressions? 
Yeah, we had a balcony stateroom, and uh, always in an itinerary that's scenic like this, it's fantastic to have that balcony stateroom to get out there, and if only to know what the weather's like uh, before you put on your clothes and see what the day is going to be like. We love that. Um, you know, very vibrant colors inside, kind of like what you'd see on the breakaway and the getaway nowadays. A mm-hmm. um, little bit smaller on the bathroom, uh, as you would expect on an older ship, but uh, that's really the only gripe. There was actually fantastic storage. They really did a good job of configuring all the cabinetry to maximize that, so we really enjoyed it. Straight to the point. I like it. Let's talk about about the food on Pride of America, we'll start at the buffet area first. Yeah, it was good. They have the Aloha Cafe. Um, not to the same level as the Breakaway and the Getaway, I have to say. It doesn't have a, mm-hmm. the, quite as much of that selection. I think that's the only thing I could complain about. Um, but other than that, you know, the, they have the specialty dining that you have on their newer ships. You know, anything from uh, Moderno Churrascaria, their Brazilian steakhouse, to the um, Cagney Steakhouse, which is their our sort of high-end uh, cuts of meat and uh, really a lot of options and actually I think it was the main dining room uh, for us that was actually the best in terms of quality that we thought. Nice and so Norwegian Cruise Line is known for freestyle dining so Jason uh, for our listeners who may not be familiar with freestyle dining kind of break that down for us. Yeah, it's really cool. So they have the main dining room like you don't normally expect, and you could do the uh, the usual set times and that kind of thing. But uh, with an itinerary being in Hawaii with so many overnight stays, it's nice to have the flexibility that Norwegian offers. You can basically uh, set up a, an appointment or a, rather as a reservation that day uh, for any of the choices. And there are, gosh, there are like a dozen options you can do on board. And you can just pick and choose and mix it up from day to day and do whatever you want uh, as you like. What, uh, what specialty restaurants did you hit? We tried uh, this time. We did Moderno. I'm sorry. Yeah, Moderno Trascaria, which was tasty. Uh, always fun because they bring out the meats unendingly, or that's not a word, unceasingly. Let's say. Yeah. And um, you know, there's lots of food, so definitely be prepared there. Uh, we also tried Teppanyaki, which is the hibachi style grill. Really tasty too. Didn't you go on the region a couple of months ago, or about a year ago, when you were a big fan of the uh, the sports bar? Did this ship have a sports bar on it? It doesn't have, let's say, the, the Oceans yeah. bar like you have on the Breakaway or the Getaway. Instead, they have the Cadillac Diner, mm-hmm. which is their twenty four hour um, venue where you can go basically anytime and get comfort food. So that that was the uh, the only thing they didn't have Oceans, but same kind of uh, fare that's offered and still pretty tasty. You get milkshakes there, live those. So let's talk about the entertainment, Jason, because obviously it's an American flag ship. There's no gambling on this ship, so uh, like. What kind of entertainment can you expect? Sure. Well, I, mean, I could just step back a second and say, while, while there's no casino on board, they do have the shops open uh, pretty much whenever. So you can actually be in port and the shops are open. So you okay. have that option, at least. Um, as far as the entertainment's concerned, you don't have the, the kind of uh, production shows that you would have on some of the other cruise ships, uh, even in Norwegian's fleet. Uh, there was actually a few of them. They rely more, I think, on bringing on some of the guest performers um, and also Polynesian dancers. There's one night where they have kind of a luau performance on board. Um, but even so, you know, they have uh, a pretty decent show considering um, uh, but just to expect that it's not going to be to the level of some of the other ships. Yeah, I gotcha. And uh, we'll talk about the ports in just a minute. But uh, was there many sea days or did you actually jump from port to port? Yeah, no sea days at all. So you're always in a port. Um, and oftentimes uh, they're for two ports or for two of the islands. You're actually uh, spending overnight, which is fantastic. Let's talk about the overnights and the itinerary. Yeah, so you start in Honolulu, which is a you know very good gateway to, to go in and out of. It's convenient with the larger airport there. The first stop is the island of Maui, um, and you're there overnight, which is great. So anytime you're overnight, you can obviously do basically two sets of shore excursions if you'd like. Uh, do one first day and do, one, or do another the second day. So we did uh, the Haleakala Crater at sunset, which nice. uh, from what I understand is beautiful when you're there most of the time. We actually had a lot of cloud cover that day, so we didn't get to see much. However, we did see a beautiful double rainbow while we were up there, so it wasn't and total loss. Mm-hmm. 
And after Maui, you go to the Big Island, and the first stop there is Hilo. And there we did a, a private tour, um, sort of an extension of the Land of Frozen Lava uh, itinerary or excursion that they feature. And that was a lot of fun. We went to like sort of the black sand beaches and where they have the lava fields, and you can really just see the amazing. Uh, just geology at work of uh, you know new land being created. It's just fantastic to see that you know firsthand and actually walk over it, and it was just beautiful. And then the next day we were in Kona on the Big Island, and that's actually where they have the Kona Brewing Company for your for the beer lovers out there. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend that. Um, also, we did a uh, catamaran uh, sail and snorkel, so that was a lot of fun. We saw some spinner dolphins out there and had a, a new GoPro camera, so I was able to test that out. Nice. What'd you think? It was fun, man. I, you know, I, I didn't realize that snorkeling is an issue with a beard because you don't get that seal around your yeah. face. Uh, they did have some Vaseline to put on my mustache, but it didn't quite do the trick. So I just put my GoPro on the water most of the time and saw what I got. Very so it was good. cool. Nice. And uh, after the big island, did you have any more? Yeah, then we went to Kauai, and that was another overnight stay. And Kauai happens to be my favorite island. Uh, the area you go to is called Nawili Willy Harbor, and there's a resort there. It's the Marriott, and it's just a fantastic uh, resort. We've actually stayed there probably about six times, and we actually discovered it on a cruise. And that's really the thing that's great about this trip, and the recommendation I would give is that if you have never been to Hawaii, take a cruise like this because you get to see all the islands. And if you find a favorite, then you can always go back and spend more time there. It's just fantastic. How would you pack for Hawaii? Because, you know, when you pack for the Caribbean, you're packing shorts and flip-flops. When you're packing for Alaska, you're packing everything because the weather is so unpredictable there. So how would you pack for Hawaii? I would say definitely the shorts and flip-flops is the way to go. But keep in mind that you're going to have uh, more chance of rain mm-hmm. in Hawaii. So maybe bring uh, a slicker cover-up. And is Hawaii a year-round destination? It is. The Pride of America is there year-round. You can hop on whenever you'd like. Nice. Have you only been there during the summertime? Uh, usually, yeah, but uh, definitely off seasons better if uh, you want to get away from the crowds and particularly the children. Does it get cold out there? Um, not not terribly. So it's always pretty humid. So okay. even when it's cold, you kind of feel the the weather. I want to wrap this up, Jason, by asking you: a Hawaii cruise is for you if if you've never been to Hawaii at all and want to get a taste for the islands as a whole and particularly uh, discover maybe a favorite island that you can return to. Any been there, done that tips for us? I would say, you know, it's always good, like I said, on any cruise to get there early. Hawaii in particular, because Honolulu, being that it's your embarkation, disembarkation port, you actually have less time to tour there as you do on the other islands. So that would be a good island to come in early or leave uh, later and have an opportunity to explore that island as well. Since it's an American flag ship, uh, is the disembarkation process any different from, let's say, getting off in Miami from a Caribbean cruise? Um, it was pretty comparable. I mean, they still have the, the luggage tags that they give you, and uh, you still kind of get off um, in sequence. So really no different there. All righty. Well, Jason, if we want to find any of your Alaska coverage, where can we go? We can, uh, You can go to popularcruising.com and also the Popular Cruising video podcast where I have all my footage there. We'll also link to that in the show notes at cruiseradio.net. Jason, as always, it's a pleasure having you on the show, my friend. This is Cruise Radio. How many times have you said... That'll never happen to us. Vacations are a big investment with both time and money, and they should be protected. For over a decade, InsureMyTrip.com has been the online travel insurance leader, offering the best plans from the most trusted providers. Our licensed and award-winning customer service team makes sure you have the right coverage for your travel. To find out why over 98% of travelers would recommend InsureMyTrip, visit InsureMyTrip.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. 
Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. You're listening to Cruise Radio, part of the iHeartRadio Talk Network. Teresa Norton Masick is the editor in chief of Vacation Agent Magazine, also the Cruise Beat editor of TravelPulse.com, and she joins us today. Hello, Teresa. Hello, Doug. Glad to be with you again. Absolutely. Welcome back. Uh, so, MSC Cruises, we'll be talking about that today. They have all of these all inclusive packages now that they offer. So, uh, how unique are these packages to the cruise industry? I think what MSC Cruises is doing is fairly unique in that it's creating essentially um, four different levels of pricing depending what the uh, cruise passenger wants to be included in their vacation. Do you want drinks included? Do you want to get on the ship early? Um, do you want fitness classes at a discount? Um, do you want to be in their exclusive private adult-only area? Mm. So they're basically setting it up so that you choose which level of pricing you want and what sort of things are going to be included when you actually get on the ship. It's it's pretty different. Now, I, I know you talk to a lot of travel agents and people in the industry on a day-to-day basis. Uh, what has their response been about this? Well, travel agents like the idea. It's an easy-to-understand way to price a cruise, for example, because you know, Doug, as well as I do, right now you pay your cruise fare, and then you add on your airfare, And then when you get on the ship, you pay for your drinks, you pay extra for specialty dining, um, you pay for shore excursions. Um, Some cruise ships even will charge you if you want to get on board early, like Carnival's Faster to to the Fun program. Mm -hmm. This makes it a little more clearer, and so the passenger knows in advance exactly what they're getting, and they're paying for it in advance, which means they don't have that feeling of being nickeled and dimed, you know, signing the little... um, receipts every time they want to have a Coke or a drink or something like that. Of course, what what I'm talking about talks about most mainstream cruise ships. You know, the ultra-luxury lines have always been pretty inclusive. Of course. And um, most of them now do include, you know, things like alcohol and wine with dinner and things like that. But what we're talking about here is most of what we call the contemporary or premium sure. cruise ship. Sure. So let me ask you this. And how does this differ from like celebrities, one, two, three, go promo or Royal Caribbean's buy one, get one half off or even Norwegian's uh, all in program? I mean, aren't they all pretty much the same? It's very similar. And what's different about it is that the other cruise lines are using this as sort of a limited time promotion to generate interest and to get people to book by a certain deadline. Mm -hmm. That said, and I I want to think in my memory, at least, I remember Celebrity with their 1-2-3 go being the first one where if you book by this date, you you select a a freebie like um, the drinks package when you're on board. You know, and that's included. That's a pretty good value for a lot of people. Yeah, totally. People responded to that like crazy. What's interesting is that there are a lot of these being offered right now, and I'm wondering if there isn't going to be some sort of a move by the cruise industry toward a more inclusive product. So we shall have to see. They're not quite there yet. So let's bang through the four different packages real quick. There's the Bella, the Fantastica, the Aria, and the MSC Yacht Club. So let's start with Bella. The Bella package is basically what you do now. You book your price for your stateroom, and then you pay for everything else once you get on board. Drinks, the spa, specialty restaurants, that kind of thing. 
So that's the basic plan. The Fantastica experience uh, will let you choose your premium stateroom location. So in the Bella, you know, they're assigning you a stateroom. Here, you decide where you want your stateroom. You can you get a priority choice of early or late dining. You get half off all fitness classes and personal training. You get re- room service delivery. And I believe, I'm not quite sure, but the, I think uh, MSC charges a few dollars if you order room service late at night. Mm-hmm. Also, they're offering a special promotion in Fantastica. If you book um, on an MSC Divina Cruise between October 18th and April 11th, you can get a beverage package. Okay. Which is All right. What about the next one? Aurea Experience. I'm not sure how to say that. A-U-R-E-A. Yeah, I probably butchered Um, it. (laughs) You know, you choose your balcony, cabin, and and, um, suite, which when you want it, you get flexible restaurant dining times, priority boarding. You get unlimited alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks. Okay. Um, You get a massage, and you get access to the adults-only sun deck. And the last one is the MSC Yacht Club. So would this one be like the top tier, the top package to get? Yes, and it is something that they have offered since they began um, putting it on their newer ships. And it is on the MSC Divina, um, which is based at Miami this winter. And that is the private area with the key card access. It's got um, butlers, a 24-hour concierge. What I really like about it, it has a, a great lounge. Mm-hmm. Um, the drinks are included. There's always snacks there. There's a private pool and a private um, little eatery up by the pool. It's, it's very nice. It is the priciest choice, though. What was that Norwegian cruise line package called? All In? Yes, it's called All In. Isn't that one of your favorite adult movies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any connection there, though. <laughs> there's not. I just, uh, the title really in the uh, name of the program just kind of connected in my head there. So that's good. <laughs> well, uh, if you want to find this article, you could actually go to cruiseradio.net and we'll link to travelpulse.com to Teresa's article. We've been talking with Teresa Norton Massick. She's the editor in chief of Vacation Agent Magazine and she covers the cruise beat for travelpulse.com. Always a pleasure, Teresa. Always a pleasure talking to you, Doug. Thanks. That'll do it for this episode of Cruise Radio. Once again, thank you so much for being here. You know what? If you would give us a review on iTunes, that would be great. Just search Cruise Radio, click review, and uh, give us your honest feedback. We sure would appreciate that. Uh, Don't forget, we have a new player on our homepage at cruiseradio.net. You could browse through, uh, at this point, like 270 episodes of Cruise Radio. And don't forget, we are on social media. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying it like it's a new thing. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Yep, we're all there. When in question, just slide your little mouse over to cruiseradio.net. From the insuremytrip.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by alaskacruises.travel. Looking for the best deal on an Alaska cruise? Look no further than alaskacruises.travel, where you can shop and compare itineraries, read reviews, watch videos, and more. Visit alaskacruises.travel today. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the insuremytrip.com studios. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.